Your first sort of real significant career move seemed to be this encounter with Spike Lee's agency. Yeah, yeah. So for people that don't know, who is Spike Lee? Okay. And how did that happen? <laughs> Spike Lee is blackity, blackity, black, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> All the blackness. Uh, no, but he, he is a um, film director, really, at his core. Filmmaker, let's call it that, because he certainly produces and does other things and writes. Um, but he has a, an advertising agency in New York. Uh, when I was there, it was on Madison Avenue. So Madison Avenue is like the place for advertising in the world, right? It's um, the place where the show Mad Men was made from. So DDB is one of the biggest agencies and Spike had a JV with them. What brought you to New York in the first place? Um, curiosity. I was, I graduated from Wesley University, which was in Milltown, Connecticut. And um, it was just time to apply to med school and I really didn't want to. And New York was right there. It was like an hour and a half from school and I really didn't have a plan. Yeah, you know, I, just, I just went trying to escape what I thought was my destiny. And like many people say, I think sometimes in this business, I kind of fell into this, but I think my destiny actually came to find me. That's what it was. I opened up and allowed for something greater that I didn't even know was possible to find me instead. So many people are in, in that chapter of their life where they're trying to find their destiny or trying to help, mm -hmm. trying to figure out a way to let their destiny find them. Yeah. When you look back and connect the dots as to how your career came to be and you think about that first moment where you, you know, you mm. went to New York and then you're on Madison Avenue, you're working for Spike Lee and you find you find your destiny or it finds you. Mm. If your if your daughter um comes to you and says, Mum, what advice have you got for me on finding my destiny? Like mm -hmm. wh what have I got to do to actively oh, bring it man. about? Woo! Have you ever heard that statement like let go and let God? No. Have you heard that before? No. It's a very Christian thing. I feel like mm -hmm. in the like black church, there's a lot of that, let go and let God, you know, as if God is just gonna just sprinkle magic dust over you, you know? And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that just as a plain statement. I think the letting go is an action. You know, it's not surrender. It's not like you just lay down and it's gonna find you. You're not gonna find your destiny sitting on the couch. You know, the letting go for me, it's like the letting go of preconceived ideas about what it is that you are going to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> letting go of, mm, sometimes you're like trying to do something and keep hitting a wall. You know, you're just like, oh, if I just hit it one more time, it's going to break. Mm. Sometimes it's like, you know, that's a cement wall, right? If you just move five feet to the right, it's actually plaster and mm. you're going to go right through it. You know, it's like sometimes it's the letting go of this thought that you had, which is like, oh, I'm going to do this thing right here is the magic. And I'll tell you this. Look, it didn't just happen at that stage in my life. It's happening right now where, you know, I'm like, OK, well, I think I am done with my corporate CMO work. I believe I'm finished. So I'm going to let go. Let go of it. I'm not going to be actively looking for the next CMO job. I want whatever is coming for me to come. I'm going to allow space for it. Now, it doesn't mean I'm just sitting around. 
<laughs> I'm also, you know, trying to polish other skills. I'm trying to create, you know, because perhaps the next thing that's coming is somewhere more in that space. I can feel it like in my spirit. And that understanding of like your intuition, and if you're listening to it, it's like a magnet. It's going to just draw you closer to the thing that you're supposed to do. And it has happened every single time, like every time without fail, like every job, every move I've made hasn't been because somebody said, oh, you know what? This makes logical sense. One plus one equals two. Sometimes I'm just like, mm, but it's not math though. You know, it's physics. Like it's not, it's not the addition, it's the subtraction. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to get up and I'm going to go talk to this person. And I'm going to talk to that person. I'm going to sit back down again. And I'm going to write this thing out. And then, like magic, because <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it, it's like the destiny appears. I'm telling you, every time it has happened, every single time, even when people were like, oh, that is never going to happen. Like, you're wasting your time. I don't know why you'd go over there and do that. I'm like, mm, I don't know, something, something inside. I'm telling you, it's telling me that this is the way to go. I'm going to go over there. Every time it's worked. But but do you believe, so there's a lot there for me. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that I'm interested in there. Do you believe, because I want to be clear, yeah. are, are you, because some people hear that and go, Haha, love that, everything happens for a reason, I'm mm. going to chill, mm -mm. and my fate is pre-written and it's coming for me. Um, mm. Mm. Both said, all i got to do is wait. Mm -mm. And it's going to, because everything happens mm. for a reason, it's pre-written, so mm. I've just got no. to no, play no, these tarot no, cards no, no, and no, I'm going to... No, 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 no. <laughs> This is when I start banging on the table. <laughs> no, 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 no. If I no. just chill here. No, 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 no chilling here, okay? <laughs> I think you're probably talking my energy. I'm not one of those chilling here type people anyway, you know? Um, and I don't believe things are pre-written, actually. Like, for me, the idea of destiny isn't that something is already predetermined for you. I think you create your destiny also. You know, meaning that, like, look, there was a movie in the, in the late 90s called Sliding Doors starred Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, the concept is basically like, you know, if you're running for the train and you catch it, you know, you jump inside, you have one destiny. If the doors close, you still stand on platform, then you have to catch the next train, it takes you to a different destiny. That's the concept, right? It is what I also believe, which is that like my destiny is not pre-written, but the movements that I make or what lead me to the thing that's actually for me. Mm. You know, and so it's a constant evolution. So I don't believe that you have to sit and wait for it. I think your constant movement, your constant discovery is actually what then brings the destiny to you. So this isn't about predetermined anything or just like, let me just chill out on, like I said, you can't sit on the couch and expect your destiny to come for you. So it's not reading my horoscope no. with the tarot cards and... No disrespect to the tarot card readers. <laughs> but I do believe that we are constantly creating our destiny. You know, that this life that we're living, these experiences, the people we're meeting, the people you're in relationships with, ooh, it happens because there's a certain action that you take that leads you to that thing. Now, it's your choice whether or not you take it. And then that's when the whole intuition thing comes up for me, right? Because I'm like... Now, you may have caused a lot of action, and then you have a couple of choices in front of you. Where are you going? Which one is calling you? 
And then you know what people like to do. They want to write pro and con lists. They want to ask people for advice. Oh, do you think I should do this or should I do that? Both of these look good. Why are you asking other people? They don't know. They're not, they're not living your life. They don't have the, the whole destiny. They have their own thing. Like, why are you asking them? And if you got quiet for a second and heard your intuition, but then again, sometimes people are scared, right? Because it's telling you to do something that you probably don't want to do. You're a little scared of it. And then you're going to choose the wrong thing. It's hard to hear your intuition when George is mm -hmm. very loudly telling you. Yes. George being your father. Yes. <laughs> and, and everyone can relate. There's, there's always an external voice, which is very loud, whether it's social expectation or Instagram or George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Saying that this is the right thing to do. So yeah. like, how do you tune into your intuition and out of George? <sighs> it's like any muscle. You know, it's like, look, we all have biceps. But some people's biceps are enormous. Thank you. <laughs> that was good. That was, that, was, that was super smooth. That was really nice. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, <laughs> but it is like any muscle. You know, you got to work it. You've got to listen to it. You have to make it brave to talk to you. You know, I, I kind of feel like um, it's like that friend... Now, this is not about multiple personalities, but you know, it's like that friend who's talking to you inside your head, you know? And like, if you keep dissing it and keep being like, shut up, no, that's a bad idea. If you keep doing that, that voice can get quieter and quieter. What makes you think it's gonna ever be like, listen, Bose, I told you. No, look, my intuition is so loud. Oh, there's no way. Oh, I meet people and will be like, that person's not for me. And no, by the way, somebody else will be like, oh, that is a very powerful person. You know, they'll introduce you to this other person or, oh, they're so smart. They've done this and that and that and that and that. Uh, not for me. Nah. So I'm not, I'm not even going to engage. Like my intuition is that strong. I trust it a hundred percent. Because you've had to train it, right? Yes. Yes. I've had to, I've had to allow it to lead me. Is that because of what you said earlier about the survival and the pattern recognition is developed now where you can kind of, mm -hmm. you see a couple of cues, your intuition goes, oh, we met this person a couple of times. Yes, and yes, And it never yes. ended well. Yes, that's part of it, for sure. Like throughout my life, I've had to listen to my intuition, allow it to lead me, even when other people were like, no, whether it was my dad or a friend or a mentor, a boss, you know, when they've been like, mm, mm-mm. No, that's not the thing you want to do. You should do this. This is this will be more successful for you. And then my intuition was like, actually, I don't think so. I think you need to go this way. It is so hard. I'm not pretending as if like this is the easy thing where it's like, oh, just listen to your intuition, be fine. Thing is dumb hard. You know, it's like, look, because sometimes the logic <laughs> makes a lot more sense yeah. than your intuition. And so I'm not saying that it's easy, but it is the only choice if you want to be successful. And successful to me these days means that I am happy and at peace and enjoying the thing I'm doing. It's no longer about the title or the house or the thing. Like, do I have freedom? Oh man, like, and freedom isn't just like, oh, I can do whatever the hell I want. Freedom is that like, I can be working on a campaign and not sleep for three days because I'm so excited about it. 
that's the kind of freedom I'm talking about. Like really enjoying the things that I'm doing. And if I am listening to my intuition, it's going to lead me to those opportunities that allow me to have that kind of experience with people or with jobs or whoever. It's such an important question that I don't think people ask themselves there, which is, what is your definition of success? And I know it's kind of it's kind of like a fluffy question or whatever else, but yeah. once you have that as your north star, it completely changes your your like direction of travel. Right. So like that central question, I think, and I, everyone listening to this now, like, like what is your what is your truly your definition of success? Because if you don't, if you're not clear on it, mm. someone else is going to write that definition for you. Yes. And it might be George. Oh, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> or or anybody yeah, else. Yeah, or someone else. You know what I mean? Or Instagram might write yeah. it for you. Or, or your partner. And you're gonna you're gonna go down that path and find yourself lost. Oh my and god. And it will just be a feeling inside your chest that says, Ooh, "We we made a wrong turning." Every time. You know, sometimes that shows up in the Sunday scaries. Oh my god! Yeah. It shows up yeah. there. We we're having a conversation about this yesterday. Oh, yesterday it wasn't, but on Sunday we're like, yeah. Isn't it strange that it's Monday tomorrow? None of us have it's not crossed any of our minds. Exactly. Or freaked out about yeah. it. Yeah. God, it's like, man, when I when I started recognizing that Sunday scares were tied to my wrong turns. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who jumped into the driver's seat real quick? Me. <laughs> you know, it's like, so look, true. and again. We're not saying, we're not making light of it being like, oh, this is so easy, just change direction, you mm. know? But it's so helpful when you recognize it and then you're like, oh, okay, mm. now I can do something about this. You know, it's like, right? Isn't that the first step of like any problem solving is to recognize the problem? As, don't you think life, like Sunday Scaries is a signal. Oh man, I'm telling and you. And it's a signal and it's Ooh. a very important signal and mm. it's screaming at you. Mm. So loud, so loud. And the thing is that, think about Sunday scaries in relationship to anything in your life. Um, when you are in a relationship, let's say romantic, and you have to go hang out with that person. And you're not feeling so cute about it. Mm. Might be time for you to reevaluate <laughs> whether or not this relationship is good for you. You know, it's like mm. you should be feeling the like, oh, I really want to go do this thing with this person, mm -hmm. you know. And for me, it's not even about length of time because, you know, marriage is not something where it's like people tell you all the time it's so hard. And it's like, you know, you'll fall out of love with this person and then fall back in love with them. And da, 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 da. it's like I'm not talking about like the fickleness of your everyday feelings. I'm talking about like the consistency of a mood that you are in when you are in the presence of that person. Like, do you feel great? Do you have ickiness when you're with them? Like that, ooh, ooh, that's a, that's a Sunday scary that you need to watch out for. So it's not just about like, am I gonna wake up and go to work tomorrow at a job I hate? I apply that to everything in my life. And that's the kind of freedom that I want in my life. That like, I don't engage with people that I feel the ickiness with. You are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level. And a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud, so you can access it from anywhere. And the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have to worry about tasks being manual and clunky. 
and it means that I can be more efficient and to focus on more important things like bringing you the best episodes and guests on this show. So I become one of the 37,000 companies that have already made the move over to NetSuite. NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head to netsuite.com slash Bartlett for a free product tour. Back to the episode. You are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level. And a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud, so you can access it from anywhere. And the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have to worry about tasks being manual and clunky, and it means that I can be more efficient and to focus on more important things like bringing you the best episodes and guests on this show. So I become one of the 37,000 companies that have already made the move over to NetSuite. NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks, so head to netsuite.com slash Bartlett for a free product tour. Back to the episode.